Hello and welcome to Gang That Drink. Drink. A supernatural drinking game podcast. It's a podcast where we make up drinking game rules for a favorite episode of our favorite show, Supernatural. We uh, recap the episode and tell you how those uh, uh, rules played out. But stick around for the end because we're not only going to let you know how the game played and how many times the rules hit. We're going to let you know what rules and what episodes are coming up next. But who are we? I'm Chrissy Lenz, uh, director of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona. And with me, as always, is... Nate McWhorter, guy who just spilled his drink. Oh, is that what happened? That's what just happened in the background. Was I just spilled my drink. Not on the computer or anything. That was the good part. That's why I'm still here. But man, and then and then like saved it. But then it started like I got all fizzy and overflowed. And I was like on the carpet. Oh, what a start to an episode. Oh, my gosh. Do you you need to take a second? (laughs) No, no, we're good. We're good. I mean, I was a little annoyed, but then I thought I'm just going to turn this into a little bit of a bit. But boy, boy, did this one just literally blow up in my face a little. (laughs) Oh, no. That's fine. That's fine. We're all good over here. Uh, And I'm also from the Neighborhood Comedy Theater. I'm not just a guy who spills things. Uh, But yeah, so. You're uh, so much more than just a guy who spills things. (laughs) Some days that's all I feel like, though, is just a guy who spills things, Uh, which is fine. As long as as long as that's all. Uh, but uh, we're playing some drinking game rules with Supernatural, right? That's what we're doing here. That's the thing. That's what we're doing. Okay. And today okay. is an episode that you selected. Yes. Today, it's a, today Nate is up with up. a favorite episode of both of ours. An episode we mashed up at a Phoenix phoenix or phoenix as some people fan call it fusion. fan fusion fest thing whatever it's called uh and uh, it was yes it's one of my favorites obviously uh my last episode was the episode chronologically uh or episodically before this uh slumber party uh because we are doing season nine episode five dog dean afternoon and Yay. I believe when we mashed these episodes up, we did them the same year, correct? We just went ahead and did we them did. back to we back. Did. Yeah. So back uh, to back. Yeah. It was uh it was meant to be. I feel like if you were to maybe show a random person two like you know, consecutive episodes of Supernatural, these two would be like great choices. Uh mm-hmm. I think and I think because they're not they're like almost pure monster of the week each of them um but with like just enough of a tease of like a cool story arc that it makes you interested in doing because i believe if if i recall when we did these as mashups i had not watched had not yet finished or watched supernatural like either at all or all the way through and so Mm -hmm. they were both like i watched them out of context for the very first time and like it again like there's there's a lot of good stuff that goes into but anyway i i I digress a little bit to say uh, we're doing season nine episode five dog dean afternoon 
Dog Dean Afternoon. What rules are we playing as we recap this episode? All right. The rules we're playing as we recap this episode are uh, someone or something dies. We're taking a drink. Yep. Uh, Anytime the boys have a wrong guess about what our bad is, we're taking a drink. Anytime someone says the acronym. Oh, wait. Yes. No, no. Oh, oh yes. I thought you had said something. Yes. Uh, anytime someone says the acronym SNART, uh, we're taking a drink. Uh, anytime the prefix douche is used, we're taking a okay. drink. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, it's only used in two different ways. but uh, And then uh, uh, vague Zeke talk, we're taking a drink. Got Dean it. does dog things, we're drinking. Okay. Puns were I, I wrote sips, but I think you could get away with drinks. Maybe I think there weren't as many puns as I was thinking. Um, Unless I missed a lot. Yeah, I, I yeah, we'll get to counts later. But they, I thought there were going to be a lot more than there were. Um, or at least like as I watched it the first time was like, oh, man, there's a lot of puns in this episode. And then and then upon rewatch, maybe not as much. Um, and then uh, we have two shots. That is for freedom. Freedom. And for Zeke, yep. those are our shots. So that is our rules recap, or at least our rules precap. Precap. All right. I can't wait to hop in to Dog Dean Afternoon. Let's do it. Then. The then is all basically uh, about, like, uh, it starts out with, at least with, like, the whole Dean and Zeke needing to save Sam's life post post trials. Yes. Uh, and yes. like, like Sam literally can't live without like Dean's like, is like praying and is like anyone out there. Anyway, Zeke shows up. We did this all in slumber party basically. Cause then we get to mm-hmm. see slumber party and we get to see Zeke bringing Charlie back to life. And then what I love about this, then I don't really don't spend a whole lot of time on the then, but this one is pretty uh, fun because it's literally been like our last, like, you know, kind of like a montage of the episodes we've recapped. Uh, there's changing yeah. channels in there. There's yeah, a bunch of yellow fever scenes in there. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah. So it's like, a, <laughs> it's like a fun kind of like recap of our favorite episodes, even um, our favorites. Yeah. So it's repping uh, gank that drink. That's right. Uh, and yeah, so even in, uh, I, I don't know if we mentioned, but this is November 5th, 2013 is when this episode is airing. Um, so to put everyone in context of where we are, cause then we go whoosh, now. Uh, we, we see a taxidermist in one of my favorite uh, supernatural X-Files sort of tropes, which is a room that is darker than it ever should be. <laughs> the yeah. people, someone working with no lights on when they really should have uh-huh. a lot more lights on. Uh, Law and Order does this, I think, a little bit too. Um, just <laughs> anyway. So the taxidermist, he's working on these beautiful... Just, just... People straining their eyes for no reason. You're just yeah. putting yourself through the ringer for no good reason. You're doing tiny little detailed work. Sure, you've got the magnifying light with the glass or the magnifying glass with the light. But come on, flip a switch. Wouldn't, wouldn't you want a lot of light to see with? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so we see this taxidermist. He's working on some excellent 
Game of Thrones taxidermy. Just quite excellent. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> which is the second Game of Thrones reference in a row that we get in, in yep. back-to-back episodes because they watch Game of Thrones. The writers were watching Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, absolutely they were at the time. Uh, so we get the Game of Thrones rats. Uh, the taxidermist gets up because he hears a noise and he goes and, oh, it's just a big bear that he's stuffed, gets him every time. Uh, and he comes back and his dog is barking. He says, what's going on, Colonel? And he turns around and there's a snake man. And the snake man does a snake eyes and a snake tongue. And then he snake constricts him. Just Which just is like pretty him. gross. This is like it is kind really of a gross. gross episode overall. Yes. Like the the snake tongue is gross. The uh, snapping of the man in half is gross. And it's just like a gross beginning to what's a pretty gross episode. Over Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of kind of just moments you're like, ugh. <laughs> I'll get to it later. There's a moment where I had to cover someone's eyes in the room. Um, so uh, we... Was it Sophie? Yeah, you have to cover Sophie's eyes. It was Sophie. I covered Sophie's eyes. I was like, please don't watch. Please don't watch. (laughs) Uh, She was sitting there in my lap, and I'm like, no. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because she watches. She literally just like stares at the TV. Anyway, I don't know if she comprehends, but uh, that's our that's our open. This man gets killed, uh, so someone dies. We didn't know his name, and someone dies. Take a drink. Yay, someone dies, take a drink. So uh, we get the Supernatural logo and we come to the boys in the bunker talking about Kevin and how he had too many slippery nipple shots at the Dolly Parton uh, stampede or whatever in Branson. This is now the second, like, this is the continuation of the off-screen Kevin storyline being in Branson, which give me that, like, miniseries please i just want yeah kevin and branson the miniseries <laughs> just four episodes an hour long each someone put it on cw plus or whatever uh, uh yeah i mean anyway. i would watch that <laughs> i would watch it totally watch it be worth an afternoon um so the boy uh sam's like i i got a case i'm ready to get out there i slept like eight hours which is like 20 for a hunter um and Dean's like, are you sure? But he's like looking inside Sam because he's like, Zeke, what? So this, I counted that little exchange as like some vague Zeke I counted talk. that too. Okay. Vague Zeke uh, talk. Yeah, vague Zeke talk. So we get going to Enid, Oklahoma after, after Sammy convinces Dean that it's a case they should take. Uh, and we walk into the taxidermist's place where there's all the things mounted and all the the things stuffed. And it's weird to see Dean get freaked out by it, right? Like, I've always thought that was yeah. kind, of, it's kind of an interesting reaction from Dean, who you would, like, I think it'd be more of a Sammy thing to be, like, creeped out by the things. Yeah. Right? No, Dean is definitely just like, skeeved yeah, cool out. Yeah, definitely skeeved out. The other, so the, the they interviewed one of my favorite just big characters i think in any supernatural episode they've ever done is this guy who's like the entrail collector he collects all the yeah the gross animal guts right uh, gross. which you talk about gross things in this episode this whole conversation is kind of gross um this actor 
whose name I can't obviously pull up as the theme. Uh, he's just I, I great, just absolutely selling this this one scene amazingly. You'd think that he was going to like come back in the episode. He does such a good job. Um, but yeah. he basically says like, normally I come to get guts and there were no guts. And that's kind of like a weird thing. So I think the boys, they give off a couple guesses, wrong guesses, like in this scene, or at least one, because they're like, it's not a witch. We look for he- hex bags yeah, or whatever. Yeah, there's no hex bags. Um, so we get the, um, they, they've, they've done the interview. They go back, got to try to figure out something something that can crush a human and that's yeah so fold it in half fold fold the person in half in half yes um but like maybe we'll see if kevin can come up with something yeah uh and there were no guts i just love that like normally there's no and there's just nothing there so obviously something happened to them uh also the agent names are michaels and deville which is a reference to uh, Brett Michaels and CC. Yep. Poison. Yeah. Um, so love that as well. Always love good agent names. Good classic. So many classic rock jokes in this episode as well. True. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite good. Uh, so uh, uh, one thing that the boys saw on the way into the taxidermist though, uh, was written in red paint on the window. It said "Die Scum," and there was a logo, like imprinted in the logo or in the in the graffiti. And they go look it up, and it belongs to this organization that is basically the PETA of Enid, Oklahoma. That they say, and it's called Snart, yeah. which is why one of our Snart. rules is Snart. Um, and so they go check out these Snart people who own a vegan bakery now there is some vegan bakery slander in this episode i dean is not uh (sighs) not on board for veganism or vegan bakeries no i will say a vegan bakery in enid oklahoma actually sounds kind of like a little i didn't look up exactly where enid is uh and i don't recall but uh uh i I there's a wonderful there's a couple wonderful vegan bakeries that I know about and like they're really good and have some of the best actual just baked goods overall I've ever had. So uh yeah, shout out to the donut place on Guad. Um yeah, I they, like a the uh, vegan they... bakery because generally they'll have some gluten free stuff too. Yes, they usually do gluten free, uh and those are not as good of products, like cause you know wheat's still a thing that <laughs> isn't vegan or is vegan but you can anyway yeah uh the uh, the but i there's decent gluten-free stuff out there decent yeah but usually you get a lot of crossover with the vegans because it's like oh well people with right. uh you know s- specified eating habits are coming here we might as well try exactly. and check as many specified eating boxes as we can yeah yeah, no, they uh, and and again, some of the stuff is, is is actually quite good. And Dean is just like not even entertaining the idea that it could be good at all. It's not like the uh, the beer episode where he's like, oh, craft beer, blah, blah, blah. And then drinks it and is like, this is pretty good. Uh, he just doesn't even give it a shot. So nope. uh, the writers are really taking shots at vegan bakeries here. And we find out because these uh, douchebags are wearing sunglasses inside. 
that these people who tagged the taxidermist that night, they actually encountered the snake man in the alley and he got him with some venom. So now the boys yep. are like, what? But they and just this, think they I, got maced. Right. They have, yeah, they think they got maced and they're like, now we look like douchebags. Uh, <laughs> so I think that one scene, that word is said like three times at least. Yeah. Uh, and so the boys are like, all right, well, it's not these people because they, but they saw the killer. And now what do we do? Like some snakes are venomous. Some snakes can, or not like snakes who are venomous can't constrict and snakes who constrict are not venomous. There's no snake that does both. What are we looking for? Big ass mega snake monster or whatever. Um, yeah. Fun guesses get tossed out in that one. And then we get to the animal shelter. So we go away from the boys as they're trying to like figure out what this big snake thing is. And we get to the animal shelter late at night. There's some uh, guy on his phone at the desk and he lets our snake man in for a 20 or a hundo. It's actually they do a close up. It's a hundred and lets yeah. him in. And he's like, you're early. He goes back. Uh, and the man on his way back sees Colonel, who will end up being like our awesome dog character. And then he starts like putting cats in a bag and he chows down on one. And that's where I had to cover Sophie's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> as the Sophie cats start kitty meowing. Kitty. Yeah. He starts like walking like he as soon as he starts walking to the back, I'm like, oh, no, I know what's about to happen. Sophie and I just like cover her. I'm like, please don't watch this uh yeah because so... he just like unhinges his jaw and puts a cat down it it's yeah, so gross he's still got them snake powers that's what's pretty cool yeah um i gotta say like the whole i love the uh premise behind this bat i just love that like idea the like oh it, it, you eat you are what you eat if you mix it with the right hoodoo and spices it's you know uh turns you into these things or gives you the attributes of these things i love it yeah um, I think it's a really cool like concept overall. So, uh, oh, I put my notes down. What happened? I'm all over the place. All right. <clears throat> we were at the shelter. Cats get eaten. Now the boys get called to this where they, you know, they don't get called. No one calls them. They go to this and uh, they they discover that this guy was scratched because, oh, yeah, the guy, the, the front guy kid comes in and is like, what are you doing? And the man turns into a cat man and scratches him yeah. up and kills him. So we now have someone else who's died. Also, the cat died. So we have two deaths. Oh, in this, I didn't count uh, the cat scene. Yeah. I, yeah, I counted. I, I changed it to someone or something um, only to get another one in there for the cat. Rest in peace, kitty cat. Um, and uh, oh gosh it was so hard it's still so hard to watch sometimes <clears throat> so the boys as they're at the shelter they realize that this dog colonel has now witnessed both murders and they realize this because the uh, uh, sheriff's deputy or whatever wearing his hat like triggers the dog and they're like oh this dog he's probably seen so they call Kevin up and they say, Kevin, how could we talk to dogs? Kevin finds an Inuit spell and a potion to drink so that you can mind meld with an animal. And that's what the boys do. They, By the way, they took Colonel. They adopted him, I guess. They like just I went ahead so. and 
I guess just adopted they, the dog. They paid the fifty dollars uh, and got a license. Yeah, yeah. So they take Colonel home, and Dean does the thing, and it doesn't work at first. And then they're sitting around, and after a bit, uh, all of a sudden he can hear the dog, and the dog I thought was Jonathan Banks, but it's not. Um, it's someone else, and it is. Uh, he starts talking crap well, first- about sticks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First, Dean is playing fetch. Yes. With Sam. Dean starts playing fetch with Sam. Like, Sam throws, like, some trash and misses the basket, and then Dean gets it. And uh, <laughs> Sam is like, dude, what are you doing? Uh, so that's Dean does then, dog things. Yes, Dean does dog things. Um, and then he's, like, scratching his behind his ears, and then he's barking at the mailman. So that whole scene is, like, a bunch of Dean does dog things going on in it i love when he's barking at the the mailman because he's not just barking the whole time he's going you 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 (laughs) you you. (laughs) and they don't they don't have us that's funny because they go to the dog barking and not to they go to it from sammy's perspective and not from dd so you don't hear what colonel is saying to the mailman they just have him barking oh man that's a bummer they should have had that, but I, that's the whole secret of the episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> that they don't give away at the end. Um, so, yes, we're now d- into the fun part of the episode where Dean is doing dog things. And so now that Dean can hear dogs, it's time to go back to the shelter and talk to all these other witnesses, which is where we get, in my opinion, the best scene in the entire episode. Uh, which uh, you, you lead off with old lady dog. I'm pedigreed. Uh, I shouldn't be here, you know. I'm 14. Uh, and then you get to the uh, the dog that's like, uh, they wash the cages only once a day. Once a once day. A day. <laughs> Shaking the fence here, boss. Shaking the fence. <laughs> and then I need a Raquel, a Raquel Welch poster and a rock hammer. Yeah, uh, I love that man. these dogs have seen so many prison movies. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really great. Just so many awesome lines in there. But then we get to the dog voiced by Leslie Jordan. Um, and he's delightful. I want a belly rub. <laughs> From the towel one. <laughs> the big one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He stopped and then... scratching. <laughs> Uh, and it's so perfect just everything from start to finish with that carrot with that dog is great but we learned from this dog that the man who came and ate the cat took the cats and ate the one cat and killed the kid he was wearing a a uniform that said uh, avant-garde cuisine you're lucky i read french Um, (laughs) and earlier colonel had said that the the man smelled like he didn't get a good look at him, but he smelled like dish soap and red meat and tiger ball. So uh, uh, we're putting together clues and avant-garde cuisine apparently is a restaurant downtown. No dogs allowed, according to Colonel. And so we head to the restaurant, which is closed on a Monday. Of course. Of uh, course. What kind of place? Who can afford to be Monday? closed on a Monday in this Who economy? In these t- yeah. <laughs> um so we get to uh the restaurant not after of course like <laughs> the dog say that's the best belly rub i've ever had oh man 
so we get to the restaurant, we get down there, and of course everything's closed, and it's another room that's like just dimly lit with a man sort of like cooking, prepping, uh, what appears to be what ends up we end up seeing is like the shark meal. Uh, yeah, shark fin, like and there was like shark octopus, fin and octopus entrails. tentacles. Yeah, tentacles in there, and uh, uh, <laughs> whatever spices he was cooking up was probably for the hoodoo and or shamanism, as we learned. Mm-hmm. Um, so the boys are digging around, and this is where we get the great, uh, wonderful scene with the mice. Like, help, please help, help us, uh, save us. We have collapsible <laughs> spines. Yes. And they look in the fridge behind you and the boys realize together what our bad is up to. He's eating animal parts to give himself attributes and combining them with like spells and stuff to give himself attributes. Uh, What they don't know still is like why. And so they got to try to find out. Well, they come across the like sous chef and the guy serving the shark and they're like, we're from the health department. Get out of here. We're closed. You're closed down. We'll let you know. And then, uh, and then our bad chef Leo, he gets a jump on Sam because he ate chameleon apparently recently and blended and into the wall. Slashes his neck so just, badly. Oh, props department, wonderful job uh, uh, with the blood and everything. Like I was, I was pretty gruesome on that one. Um, was. And he's bleeding out from the neck, and then we take a shot because Zeke. Zeke saves Sam, Zeke saves himself. Save Sammy. Saves, yeah, save Sammy. And uh, he uh, then, you know, Sammy's like, what the heck? Huh? Huh? How? What? Huh? And then Chef Leo's like, oh, I got to have you, whatever you are, because I really need that ability to cure myself. And punch. One shot. Sammy's out. Probably because this guy's got like bear strength or whatever. Like, the best part about this villain is you can just explain any silly thing he does with like, oh, yeah, he ate that animal or he ate yeah. this animal or whatever. Um, Chameleon <laughs> and bear was his uh, combo for the yeah. day. <laughs> what a combo. Uh, yeah. So uh, then as uh, like Sam's laying there and the chef's cooking things up, well, then Dean comes around and he's got the gun on him and the chef Leo smells dog. He turns around. That smells coming from you, and sure enough, uh, uh, this guy ate something fast because he can dodge a bullet. And Dean dodges the cleaver, but it can't dodge the guy who comes up on him real quick and ties him. Knocks whatever. He gets Dean tied up. Dean gets With tied by up by one cord. One cord, just a cord from some appliance. Just yeah. And uh, and yeah, so then that's where we learn because Dean now, as the, he wakes, he can like smell the that this guy is sick, uh, basically because he's still a dog. And, and they and they found all his pills. They found a drawer full of, of yeah. Pills. They found yes, they found a bunch of pills. And then Dean's like, "You're sick." The one thing I, I did not cover was uh, we we have the moment where Dean gets realizes that like he's becoming a dog, and he's like the scared because he's like, "How long will this last?" We don't know. He can't eat chocolate, uh, <laughs> which his face is so good when he realizes he can't eat the chocolate. Uh, that was several scenes ago. Anyway, back to back to this scene uh, where. Uh, Dean is trying to just talk his way, keep talking so that he can get free. Um, and 
that's kind of eventually what he does because the man's like, yes, I basically am trying to heal myself. And so now I'm going to eat this wolf heart to take you out. Wolf versus dog. I eat your brother. Yeah, wolf versus dog. And so Dean manages to break, cut the cord on the corner of the post. Like this guy's this villain is not good at being a villain. Um, ultimately, no, uh, <laughs> the boys win because this guy's bad at being bad. Um, and it's kind of what he even admits. He's like, yeah, I didn't start out like this, but eventually I just kind of had to kill some people to get the things I needed. So here we are. Um, <laughs> very just casual baddie on this episode. Yeah. And uh, uh, Dean escapes and runs outside. And the guy's like, Wolf Trump's dog. And Dean says, but not a pack of them. And it's all our friends from the shelter. It's all our friends who apparently from the were shelter. so ravenous that they kill the man. <laughs> so we get another death. Chef Leo. Take two drinks because we knew his name. Yep. It happens off screen, though. So I, I think at first I didn't realize they were killing him. All those sweet little dogs. Yeah, you just get like a hand that falls. Like, of all the gross things in this episode, the guy like trying to eat heart and everything. Like, you don't. They don't show that? Anyway. It's probably well, too expensive. I was glad they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to and see that sweet, sweet little Leslie Jordan dog uh, murdering. <laughs> just bloody, all bloodied up and yep. face covered. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And then. Um, and then we get the uh, the BM scene, basically. BM after scene. after Dean goes back in, he makes sure Santa is, he's actually like, I actually counted this a little, I think, because Vague Zeke talk where he's like, where he actually like directly I says did. Zeke. I did, yeah. <laughs> Whoever you are, yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, and he's like, just wake up, damn it. I'm not going to lick your face. Uh, and then... And then we, oh, well, before the BM scene, actually, we get to take Colonel to his new owners, which are the douchebag uh, uh, vegan bakery owners, uh, the snart people. And uh, and they get to get the fun conversation between Dean and Colonel at the end, where, of course, right as Colonel's about to, like, reveal the secret of all dogdom, he he just goes back to not being able to understand him. Yeah. Yeah, it's so great. Uh, and then, yeah, and then we get the BM scene at the end where Sammy's like, I, I seriously don't know what happened and how, why, what did he mean when he said that, that you know, what if I could I? heal like that, what's going on? And Dean's, Dean's answer is literally just nothing. <laughs> he says nothing. He's just like, uh, well, maybe I was crazy. You know, just, just guy was crazy. Just don't think about it. Just don't think about it. Don't worry, pretty little head about Sammy. Because of course, like they, I mean, there is like the whatever the line where he's like, uh, you know, you never like, you never know what could take over from the inside or something. Something that basically is like an mm-hmm. allusion to mm-hmm. Zeke as well. Like, what's going on there? So, yeah, and they drive away, drive away, and baby, and that's that's dog dog bean afternoon. afternoon. Great job. I, I love it. Such a great episode. I love it so much. Uh, how uh, did our rules play out? All right. Uh, someone dies uh, or something dies. My guess is you had three and I have four. I have four. Okay, four. I have four as well. Okay. So, um, but you weren't counting. Did, is that counting our villain at the end? 
No, I'm counting. Um, let's see, who am I counting? I'm counting the taxidermy guy, the kid the at the shop, um, the guy at the end. And I guess I probably added one for the cat when you said you counted the cat. Oh, the cat. Yes. Okay. Those are the four I got. Okay. I didn't know if you were adding as we were talking to or not. Yeah. Um, all right. Wrong guesses. How many wrong guesses did you count? I got three wrong guesses. I counted four, but I think I was like, there's like one that I kind of maybe was a little generous on where they just kind of threw something out. Okay. Um, yeah. I think there's one where I was like, eh, why not? Uh, snart was said four times. Oh, I only got two. I must have missed them. Oh, there were two, like, I think real close back to back or like the two of them say, I, yeah. I think there was like a couple real close um, douche blank dot, 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 like prefix douche bag or wheel. Uh, I got three was I have six. Oh, wow. I really missed a lot. Well, I, th- I missed a lot my first time around. It's the scene with the pigeon. The, oh. the pigeon says it like three times and Dean or Dean says it twice and the pigeon says it once like or twice like it's it happens like a bunch in that scene (laughs) i miss those so yeah i mean you have the ones in the bakery and then you have that yeah um how much did you get how many did you get for vague zeke talk three i got four okay again i think there was one where i was like i'm just gonna count that um and then dean does dog thing i got seven I have six. Okay. Uh, I probably missed one later in the episode. I'm pretty sure. Cause I kind of was like eating dinner too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, how many puns did you count? Three. I counted seven. Oh, I missed a lot. And I think, or I counted some of these maybe weren't exactly puns. I think maybe it's probably closer to five that I counted like actual true puns. Um, like I counted when the bite, when the mouse at the end says like, I'm as quiet as a mouse. Like oh, I okay. I didn't count that as a pun. Um, obviously, like the uh, the when when Colonel is walking, you know, when they first are walking with Colonel or whatever to the car, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, we're gonna go dig for some clues. We gotta sniff it out. He has like three in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then obviously our shots were uh, Freedom and Zeke. And I got one Sammy. Ooh, I actually counted three Sammys. Dean says it twice in a row. And then it said, like, I think once at the very end, he says it. Yeah. But Dean definitely says Sammy, like, oh, it's it's actually Dean says it at the end when he's, like, coming to wake him up. Or, like, trying to wake him to come up. He's like, Sammy, Sammy. I was so emotionally invested at that part. I missed it. (laughs) uh yeah so this is uh anything else you want to add on the episode nope i loved it stick around after we tell you what's coming in the next episode and what the rules are for the next episode stick around become a member because we're going to talk about our lessons learned we're going to talk about the lessons we learned for this episode of dog dean afternoon of supernatural so um okay what is up next well i'll tell you we're going to season seven Episode 8, Season 7, Time for a Wedding. (laughs) 
Do you know this episode? Uh, I don't know if I exactly do off the top of my head. Okay, then I don't want to blow it for you. I want you to enjoy it when you watch it. Okay. But it's season seven, episode eight. Season seven, time for a wedding. It's, uh, I can't believe we waited this long to do it. It's a definite favorite of mine. And it, uh, it features not only guest star DJ Qualls in his first appearance. Oh. But also guest star Leslie Odom Jr. Oh. Yeah. All right. So here are your rules. If, uh, if Sam is referred to as baby bro, take a drink. Take a drink for a cake explosion. Take a drink if Sam gets spelly. Take a drink if someone dies. Drink twice if you know their name. And this is just because we did a slumber party so recently, but take a drink for an Oz reference. (laughs) Take a drink for demon eyes. Take a drink when we're driving and obviously not baby. Take a drink when Garth does Garth. Take a drink whenever they say gank. Take a drink for a BM scene, a boy melodrama scene. And take a drink for a Crowley monologue. So just based on the rules... Obviously, it's a great episode. Am I right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You are right. Oh, heck yes. It's going to be a good one. I'm trying to like literally pull up the wiki on it. right now. No, you got to watch it first. No, no. All right. I'll watch it. Oh, it aired on 11, 11, 2011. Oh, well, that's a perfect day for a wedding. I'm sure there were lots of real weddings on that day. I bet there were. Um, Okay, so uh, Nate, where can people find us uh, if they want to see us live on stage? Oh, if you'd like to see us live on stage, you can go to nctphoenix.com. Uh, and visit the Neighborhood Comedy Theater website for our shows and details and upcoming special events and workshops. Uh, but we do shows every Friday and Saturday night at 7.30 in downtown Mesa, Arizona. Heck yes, we do. Um, also, please feel free to like, rate, review the podcast wherever you're listening. Um, it really does help us quite a bit, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Give us a review and a rating. Uh, It means so very much to us. And if you've listened all the way this far to the end, maybe consider becoming a member. You kick us a few bucks every month. It helps us to pay for uh, all of the things that we need to do uh, to make this podcast happen. And it helps us to make improvements so that we can keep making the pod better for you. Uh, You can do that at truestoryfm, (laughs) truestory.fm. When you're out there... (laughs) In the world, saving people and hunting things, you know, the family business. Be sure to keep the gank that drank motto in mind. Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Oh, I missed it. That's okay. <laughs>